You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Vegas After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Vegas After Show. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, AfterBuzz. What's Vegas for doing? And tonight, we are doing... CBS is Vegas, first season, episode 15, two of a kind, two of a kind. I'm your host, Thaddeus Massey, and joining me this evening are the Nick Ferdo. Bam Erickson. Nick Ferdo and Bam Erickson joining me here this evening, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to get right into this one, and we're going to start with something boring first, just to get it out of the way, which is the whole Ralph and Jack on this other whodunit, uh, I guess the two of a kind title is referring to the mystery that they're the murder mystery they're trying to solve uh for this episode so does anybody want to kind of recap what happened with that bam Eh, i mean so there was a murder yes um there was a murder and the guy's name who was murdered was his last name was um latimer yeah latimer Mm -hmm. and Apparently, he had two wives. Yes. And neither the wives <laughs> were aware that the other two existed. Doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them, one of them do you think? Do you think she knew? The, um, the first wife was... Uh, uh, I don't think the first wife knew. The second wife knew. Nikish. second one always kind of knows. Nikish, she was well, a jump off, and then yeah. she just probably got knocked up. But Nadia. N- Nadia Nikish. yeah. <laughs> so... So she knew about the first wife. And because he told her that he was going to leave the first wife as soon as he got the money to pay for her surgery because right. they had kids and he didn't want to leave her while she was trying to get the surgery. He probably would have caused a heart attack. But what was interesting is she's like, oh, there's this new thing that, um, that I'm waiting on and it's called a pacemaker. And it's so, right. inter- it's so interesting because, like, this is 2013. So right. some of this stuff that they're referencing is, like, now old. It's, like, outdated. Outdated. So, right. like... A pacemaker is like, you know, if you're in 2013, everyone knows what it is. It's, 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 yeah. it's very common. It's yeah. a very common medical yeah. uh, procedure, pre- medical or, device. Or, or, or yeah, yeah, device. And yeah. and at that time, it was like state brand of the art, new brand new, yeah. future forward. You know, I mean, everything, every time, everything has a time when it first came out. And it's just interesting to be in that world where that's a part of that time. So she was hoping to get the money in order to get this thing. And have this procedure mm-hmm. uh, performed so she can have her heart dependent work. Work. <laughs> yeah, have her heart work dependent on the pacemaker hmm so that was very interesting the only thing about that whole plot you know it wasn't bad that storyline it was okay the only thing for me that was kind of kind of sucky for it was uh, Nadia Nikisha's brother 
who had the issues with their husband because initially they thought that the husband might have gotten killed by his brother-in-law, which was this. They thought he was Russian, but turned out to be Hungarian. Mm-hmm. And his accent was just <laughs> in and out. Horrible. It was just. <laughs> I mean, the actually the accent he when he was hitting it wasn't bad. But, you but it was bad. Sustain it. It was yeah. like yeah, it was like running a marathon, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like it's twenty six twenty six point something miles, right? And you like die at twenty four miles. It's like no, no bueno. Well, it's Sorry, it's it's kind of like like he he went five and then had to kind of re up again, and then he went like another five and had to re up again. So yeah, he didn't have it like I don't know, it, it, it wasn't very you know he didn't keep it constant. Right, that's kind of what it was. The funny thing is, the dude's not a bad actor. Whoever he is, he's not a bad actor at all. Yeah. It was just the accent was a struggle because of some of those Americanisms, the Americanisms uh, that was that were coming out. Um, other than that, whatever that 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 part of the plot is something that we're used to, and it's not a big deal. Let's jump right into Dixon uh, because th- they're playing with this uh, Tommy Stone character that I really really like. This guy who is in charge of all the entertainment affairs at yeah. the Savoy, brand new and to the team. He's yeah. new. He's young. He brings a fresh energy. This dude is ambitious, he's hungry, yeah. and he's real hungry. Yeah, you're right, Nick. He he wants to get in there and like. He wants to show what he can bring to the table, and he's he he wants to prove his worth. Yeah. So I really like that. What are you about to say, Bam? I also like the fact how he mis how he mistook Mia for one of the showgirls and <laughs> right. had the nerve to tell her, "Oh, well, you know, you're kind of hot. You know, you may want to give this a try. You you look good in some sequence yeah. and something else, a, a skirt or, or some sequence and something." He he made the comment, but she would. Yeah, I mean, she's Mia, a good looking woman. Mia's she's freaking, a good looking woman. Freaking hot yeah. and. He still caught her boss after that, which was really funny. So the dude's got some swagger and he's got some charm about him, which which makes sense. He's part of the entertainment business. So this guy comes into this uh, to the Savoy, Barry Silver, who I guess is this big time movie producer, and he comes in there with his entourage and he has this little starlet with him. And let's also he has he has uh, Silver Studios, which is the which is the next biggest uh, movie company next to MGM. Now was that a real movie studio at the time? No, it's not, but. For me, just thinking of Silver, it made me think of like Joe Silver yeah, right. and Silver Pictures. Right. Yeah. So maybe it was a maybe it was Joe's dad. Mm. Maybe it was maybe maybe there's a some relation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Everybody in Hollywood is like related in one way or another. I mean, Brad Pitt and Barack Obama are like ninth cousins. So I mean, who knows? Hollywood is, is really? very yeah. Wow. It's like really crazy. Like everybody's like related. It's like the royal family. Everybody's like keeping it in the family. It's like the royal. No. Yeah. It's how the rich stay rich. It's like royal family trailer park. It's like very really close. But I did like him. But I, but since we're keeping talking about family. since we're talking about Dixon, I I did like Dixon because you know Dixon is a little young player. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so the actress that that um that Barry Silver wanted to uh, protection was how Tommy came into play. Right. And so, of course, Tommy couldn't keep up with Violet and then what happens is when they're on the set, Violet, the actress, she got her parts, she got her dialogue cut. She only was, she only had like one word. She was pissed. So she was pissed off and she was like, I want to talk to Barry right now. So she gets on horse and she trottles along and like, who knows how to ride a horse? Well, Dixon, Dixon knows how to ride a horse and because Dixon was hired by Tommy to be the bodyguard since he can keep up with her. And so then they have the little moment or whatever. And then when he comes back, um, the first thing that Barry said was, who's that guy? And, of course, 
he could tell that she's looking that that Violet is looking at Dixon, checking him out, checking yeah. him out. Yeah. And so, a little well, spark. I mean, he actually, you know, he showed some. He showed some interest in her and showed, you know, made her believe in herself. I mean, to have your lines cut, you don't know whether they feel like you're really not an actress or whether mm-hmm. it's budget or, mm-hmm. you know, you, you don't know what it's for. So she, she's probably, con- she's confused and, but listen, you know, all this stuff. And she's probably doubting her own ability or no, whatnot. He helped her believe in herself. No, that's not it. Let's be honest. Barry is playing this girl. She's sleeping with the director. He's, the producer. The, the producer. Right. He's banging. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and to ensure that she stays with him, oh, I'm going to make you this big star. Because the first thing he was like, oh, you know, we got budget cuts. Oh, you know, next time he's right. stringing her along because she's a young cop thing, and he's that's the only way that he can get it in. From. He doesn't want to stop yeah, that. He stop, stop that gravy train, and which is why he doesn't want Dixon <laughs> to be a part of it. So he's playing. Right. He's playing her. All right. Okay. Yeah. He'll give her a little, you know, the little Hollywood one on one. It wasn't even one. She said she had one line. It wasn't even one line. It was one word. It yeah. was Henry. And that was it. And it was like, cut, cut, cut. You know, she was like, Henry, what's going on? Oh my God, so my God, blah, blah. She was, they were like, cut, cut, cut. Sorry. I want to talk to Barry right now in the middle of the desert. Like, really? Let me call him right now in the middle of the desert. You're funny. This is hilarious. She was just so demanding because he's catering to her because he just wants to make sure mm-hmm. he, the power of the whale. Why? It's something else. Anyway, what it makes men do. There have been wars started over that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Anyway, so <laughs> so Dixon, he's the bodyguard. And when Barry when Barry Silver told Tommy he didn't want Dixon seeing her anymore, he said keep her away from keep her away from him, mm. that would go ahead and pretty much tell us that we can pretty much assume that she's gonna be there for a couple of a couple, couple more episodes, yeah. future episodes. I mean, they're going to be there shooting a movie. Well, I don't know if she's picture wrapped or not because she did her <laughs> one, one word and she was done. So I don't know. But I mean, I guess she's going to be in Vegas and it probably is convenient for Barry to keep her out there anyway because he has a family mm-hmm. back in Hollywood, a wife and kids or whatever. So he has to lead these two separate lives, which actually plays back into the title two of a kind, yeah. so to speak. I just want to say one more thing about Dixon. When yeah. when he pulled over Violet, mm-hmm. you know, you you automatically thought that he was going to let her off. But he gave her the ticket and said, well, you know, we'll see each other again because you will come into the sheriff's office to pay that ticket. So right. it it goes to show that although he's girl crazy and he's a little young player, mm-hmm. he's not he's very aware of what he's responsible or of his responsibilities excuse me right and and you know what's funny case in point that you mentioned that i mean you know dixon's really on the job because he was actually banging a girl mm-hmm. what was that a week or two ago yeah <laughs> come to find out she's the one that poisoned the people that died in the pool oh, you know, yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah. and he still was like dang i gotta turn you in dang, it was so good <laughs> I gotta take you. <laughs> you know, so the the law actually comes first for this guy. He actually yeah. wants to prove first and foremost that he's an upstanding guy, he's a good cop, and he can solve crimes. Crimes, yeah. And who done it? And who done it? And I think it's a bigger deal. I think they've proven in his character that it's a bigger deal to prove that he is worthy of the big cases yeah. to his dad. You know, he wants to prove to prove that uh, to his father, which is a big deal. I no. think you know what else is a big deal. What's that? iTunes. 
That's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) So, guys, you know the big deal. You know what it is. Go on iTunes and subscribe. If you don't even have iTunes, go ahead and download iTunes. It's free. You can do it on your PC. You can do it on your Mac. Either way, just make sure it's on your computer so you can subscribe to the AfterBuzz or subscribe to our Vegas podcast um, and tell, tell your friends. Tell your parents, tell your cousin that's in Yale right now. If he's bored, say, listen, you need something to do. Tune in to the Vegas podcast. Uh, you know, leave all, all your comments. Thumbs us up. And we'll, uh, but you don't, you don't, you don't like my, uh. Yale? I don't know. I'm saying <laughs> Because I want to, I, I thought of a school on oh the East Coast. Gosh. And Yale happens to be on the East Coast. Yale is on the East Coast, by the way. And I had a friend who went to Yale. So for the, for those of you who are just now learning that. <laughs> Yale is on the East Coast, along with most of the other Ivy League schools. I believe Stanford's the only other one. That's Ivy League. That's not on the the East Coast. Coast. West Coast? Anyway. Okay, so let's talk about Savino. Let's get into the meat of some of this stuff. He got really mobbed for this episode. This is uh, what I like to talk about. Yeah, he's getting really, like, everybody's getting their hands dirty. Yeah. Everybody's getting a little grimy. So, Savino gets hit up by the FBI. Which this whole FBI agent thing is really going to be interesting how this plays out. It's a nice wrench that's been thrown in, into the situation right now. FBI Bureau Justice. So, Alex, like Alex, that. Alex, for you, wherever you are. <laughs> so, so the FBI comes in, tells Savino they're going to be busting his balls for a little bit. And they're going to try to, you know, hem him up. And he's, you know, pretty much threatens, threatens Frank. They capture the skim. Mm. The skim keeps getting... <laughs> They, and they're, and they're, it was what's funny about the skim is that in order to to you know keep the guys in Chicago calm, they've been doubling up. Yeah. Because of Johnny Rizzo's death, so they're like, look, we they know that we're sending over double skim, so they don't give a shit. A, I mean, excuse me, they don't give a a, a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> they don't give a beep about Johnny, right? Yeah. So Johnny, I mean not Johnny, but. Vinny, who's Vincent, he is sending over double skim yeah. to get these guys, mm-hmm. keep these guys off his back. Oh, yeah. But unfortunately, it keeps getting intercepted by the powers that be. I don't understand why he's not able to get the skim. Why is it so hard? I mean, you have an organization of guys working for you. Mm. How come you can't? Get this money. They didn't have wires. I mean, they didn't have dumb. I mean, dude, they had fake accounts and all that stuff back then. You could, they could have wired that money. They could have done something. They didn't have to actually send it in cash. I don't think. But maybe there's something I'm missing. But I think they could have. I think. I mean, I think they're making it harder than it, what it, it is. It really is. Yeah, yeah it's just kind of overcomplicated. Yeah, I think the they overcomplicated situation. it. I think they overcomplicated it. But they're probably used to doing it the easy way. Mm. And they're probably just getting cracked down on. Is when you're used to being lazy about something and it's been kind of like run of the mill, it could probably it's probably easy to get caught in like ways that are just really careless and simple. And then when that right attention gets put on it, now it's getting yeah. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, because like, oh, if, thank if, you, skim. Oh, skim. If you know they've they've been passing cash around for for years, and right. it's like, why are we gonna do the whole you know wiring thing? Right. You know, so you know if it's not broke, then don't fix it. But apparently now, it is broke. Well, the funny thing is about what's broken 
is this situation with Jack and Mia. <laughs> because Jack and Mia, I mean, Savino was putting his relationship, Jack's relationship with Mia in a vice grip. Yeah. So yeah. now you have Savino, I mean, not Savino, but Jack being put between a rock and a hard place with this situation with Mia, and you can see he's going to crack. Yeah. I mean, between the FBI's investigation and them Fire getting closer to up. finding out who this yeah. third guy is, the yeah. ADA doing her job and discovering who is the third person. I mean, they're good at what they do. Uh. Ralph is good at what he does. The ADA is good at what they do. Now the FBI is involved. This dude is cr- cr- uh, cracking under pressure. Plus, he's taking a shower, looking at prado, prado, uh, cattle prod scars on his chest. He doesn't... He, dude, he's he's stressed out. You're about to say something, Bam. Go ahead. I, no, I was just going to go right into the scene from the very beginning scene with him uh, in a shower. You know, he's, re- he's flashbacking to all the things that's going on in his mind right. then you know he takes forever Mia's like you know damn you take longer than a girl and like he didn't really have a response he was just kind of like out of it the whole episode well you know that he was really thinking about yeah. keeping Mia because Mia thinks that, that Savino, Savino did it yeah. okay then when the tow truck comes to get Savino's car they found the car in the desert then the bellhop or the valet tells us like yeah we found this car was found. It was in the desert on Thursday. Did she say she? And she said, "You said Thursday, mm-hmm. right? Thursday." That's what she knows. Her dad was killed she, on that day, right? So now she automatically thinks that's Savino. That's Savino. Yeah. Savino killed my dad. She goes to tell Jack he did kill my dad, and you could tell she's got that Rizzo in her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So she looks like she might shoot a, a you know what? Yeah, in the butt. Mm. So you don't, you know, you got to watch out. Yeah. Women can be very powerful when they put their minds to it, especially a woman like Mia. Yeah. Mia is intelligent and savvy and gorgeous. Because they say, ain't no fury like a woman's scorn. Exactly. And she's a mob daughter. That's no bueno. (laughs) There's no positive points about that if you piss this chick off, I swear. And the thing, and good thing Jack is so square because I think this is probably the only thing that would actually piss her off. But when it boils down to it, I think she's going to have to forgive him. I think she knows he's a square. Mm. And well, let's talk about that because he finally admits to her that he did finally. it. I mean, Savino comes to him and says, look, you take this license plate and blah, 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 because they're trying to divert attention with the skim so they can finally get the skim to Chicago. Yeah. And. Jack wasn't going for it. Yeah. At first, until Savino got Uber <laughs> evil on him, like Uber, like gangster on him. Yeah, and you're like, that's where the where the mafioso Savino yeah, came out. Yeah. yeah, he got a little Rizzo on him, <laughs> and was like, "You're gonna do this, or Mia's gonna find out, and you don't." Blah 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 blah. Yada yada yada. So, I think this is in in later times when law enforcement realizes it's not wise to let people know. Your personal, yeah. blah blah blah. They learned a lot of this back in the the early days, where it, it was. I think it was like honorable to bring out your lady or who that person is. And mm. now that's no bueno. It's yeah, no keep good. Your life private. Yeah, yeah. Keep your life private. I mean, they should have never known that she had this relationship going on. But I mean, if they would have never found this stuff out, all everything else triggered and domino effect and everything else which ended up leading to Johnny's death which ended up leaving Vincent in charge which is what the ultimate goal was for the camp anyway can we go back to when when um when Jack told Mia the truth when he revealed she made him dinner 
she said there was this invention <laughs> called the recipe. recipe. That was hilarious because she's obviously not a domestic woman. Not anyway, at all. Anyway, go ahead, Bam. And then so he goes on to explain what happened. I didn't actually think he wasn't even going to get that in. I thought the moment that he revealed that he killed her dad, mm-hmm. I thought she was going to go off. So he got mm-hmm. in more words than I thought. Right. <laughs> Me too. You know, so he revealed, you know, uh, it was it was self-defense. Yeah. But are you surprised at her response? No, I'm not surprised at her response. I, I think for me, the writing for that scene mm-hmm. was on point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The acting was on point. That scene just worked completely because it was true to the situation. The writing, yeah. the acting was true to the characters so it wasn't overdone and it, it wasn't, it, it wasn't yeah. overdone and now for me that really thickens everything because <laughs> she is going to get down to the bottom of this and find out what happened what happened I mean he confessed more to his brother than he told Mia because he he said some but yeah. he didn't get a chance to really tell her everything yeah. and in her heart deep down she knows she knows she knows her boyfriend's a square, and she That's knows, crazy. and and she knows that he she he wouldn't just go up to her like yeah, and just what is he gonna do? Just go and whack him like and make up a reason like that? Yeah. He's not gonna do that. And she knows her dad. At yeah. the same time, it's still her dad. If anything, she's gonna be more upset that he didn't tell her from the jump. From the jump, but she's gonna eventually forgive him, and that is gonna start the second generation Rizzo Savino war because she's going to find out she's definitely going to find out what how that whole thing mm, got instigated about, mm, yeah. now when he went to go confess to Ralph now when you notice when Ralph saw the fingerprints yeah. right mm-hmm. when he saw the fingerprints I think we all knew and immediately recognized that he recognized the thumbprint yeah. right okay when you have a little sibling that you grew up with and you semi raised them you know, yeah, because well, like there's there's things that happens so, like the wheel started started turning and exactly. you know even like like that uh that a story that he that he told yeah you know it made where, sense yeah because yeah. he was he was directly involved with exactly. how that scar formulated mm-hmm. exactly and he probably always thought about it I mean he's probably the next closest person to him besides his son like he knows everything about his son he probably knows every little thing about his little brother and it's not yeah. like they're two years apart they're probably like ten years apart yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's that big of an age, so he's really his big brother. Yeah. So he saw that thumbprint. He probably knew the shape of it and everything. Mm-hmm. And and also, it's very when you, I guess, when you first look at it, you don't really think, oh, you just think it's a fingerprints. But then when you actually dissect it, yeah, I mean, it's it was it's, distinct. Yeah, yeah, very. Yeah, it was a very distinct scar. So you might think that it was like maybe when a person planted their thumb, it was that a piece was of paper in the way yeah, yeah, <laughs> something. But he's probably seen that scar so many times because yeah. he's the one that actually stitched him up. And right. it was like, wait a minute. like. So yeah. what was so funny is that they have developed these characters and the actors are doing such a good job of portraying what the writing is, is was, which is being put on paper, is that you knew exactly when Jack showed back up. Yeah. To the sheriff's station. Yeah. And Ralph was sitting behind that desk, sipping on scotch or whiskey or whatever it was he was drinking. You know exactly that he already knew. Yeah. You knew that Jack was going to tell him. Yeah. Uh, he was like, how long have you known? Like, he knew. He knew. Well, but, but then, because what it was, too, it was, 
facial expressions. Yeah. That's one of the biggest things, especially right now, like within like these these last couple episodes. Like, you know, the the dialogue is strong enough, but it's the facial interaction now right. that you that you really see. And then so, you know, because I, I believe, you know, that I think that's kind of what it was like with the first couple episodes, really kind of, you know, doing character development so we can get to this point. Right. You know what I mean? So 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 now it's like, okay, when you see like the the ADA, we, we get get into that briefly, but you know, you see her facial expressions with the FBI agent, you know, and then you know, any anytime you see Dixon interact with a female, or anytime you see him interact with someone else, he has like a certain little facial expression, so you already know what he's thinking. And right. so, like what you were saying, that is with Jack and you have Ralph here, they didn't have to say anything, but they knew exactly what they were talking about. Right. right. The, the moment that he walked in. There was a look on Ralph's face where he was kind of just sitting back, and I can't mimic the look, but he just had this look, you know, something that like this his this classic Dennis Quaid look. He just kind of <laughs> gave him this look, and you immediately knew what was about to happen. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he was balled up. He and, and so you, you look know. like you need a drink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, uh. he, and he took the mug, the little the coffee cup out. So uh. I mean. One last question about that. Yeah, Were you surprised that Ralph broke the rules? He he burned up his fingerprint. Well, here's the thing with that. Special circumstances. Those are extenuating circumstances. <laughs> yeah. Those are beyond special. <laughs> I mean, the, the circumstances are extenuating circumstances for one. Secondly, he was even upset that he, to- he told Mia. Yeah. You can see it in his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said, did you tell her? And no, he, Or did he say, I told Mia? No, he said he told me. Right? Did he ask him if he told her? Did he just tell him? He just he just told him. He just told him, right? He said yeah. he told me. He had this look on his face like don't, like that Homer Simpson don't. Okay, we're gonna have to deal with it yeah. because at the end of the day, he was ready to to you know sweep this whole thing under the rug. Yeah. He knows, you know. He said, "Look, he he got me kidnapped. You know, he had me pinned up. I got the better of him, and that's what happened." He knows his brother's telling the truth, yeah. but they're in a, essentially a war. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a war between these guys, and mm-hmm. Rizzo is the worst of them all. Yeah. And it's because he's dating the daughter. Yeah. And he said, "I told me I love her. I don't want to." Blah, blah, blah. He basically spilled his guts to you know put his heart on the table. Yeah. And his brother knows what that's like. He's gonna be like, "Okay, this is the woman he loves," but he doesn't. It complicates things for Mia to know from Rob's perspective because it's like, okay, from a legal standpoint, for one, Mm -hmm. for Jack's, of course, for Jack's well-being and his future. Secondly, because, oh, crap, this is the woman you love. Why would you jeopardize it for this dude who's a piece of crap just because he happens to be her dad? You know, I understand, but it's still not the best thing to do. He, all that was pretty much said in his expression <laughs> when yeah. he made that face. Mm-hmm. So I like the fact that he burned the fingerprints. I think it was the right thing to do, quote unquote. Everything that is the law doesn't mean it's the right thing. The law doesn't dictate justice. It's just rules made up by men. Mm-hmm. Sometimes doing the right thing isn't doing the right thing. Exactly, Nicholas. <laughs> don't forget that, people. But don't take the law into your own hands. Dun, 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 dun. Or, you know, PSA. So, <laughs> Steve. 
So, uh, what? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> that was the PSA. That was the PSAQ. That was the PSA. Sometimes doing the right thing isn't doing the right thing. I'm just, I'm just making you have that stupid face. Uh, I see. <laughs> anyway, so I'm glad that he burnt the fingerprints. The more you know. So I'm glad he burned the fingerprints, and I'm really curious to see what's going to happen coming up with this situation because now Mia is going to have a lot of questions. And Mia, to me, is not such a stupid girl where she would allow the circumstances to overwhelm her logic, her emotions overwhelm her overwhelm her logic she wouldn't have gotten through word and business school she wouldn't be where she's at running a casino and doing everything she's doing like even though she got placed there because her dad was a mob boss she's obviously more than qualified she could actually run that hotel in fact i think she would do a better job running that hotel than savino Mm -hmm. because i believe that certain certain circumstances women have certain isms to their benefit that men don't have. I think she could savvy and swagger and sexy her way into getting yeses out of all the men in that town. Because that town is pretty much run by men. Yeah. And where other men would need muscle to get things done, she wouldn't need it because they would just be in love with her and she's dating the sheriff. Like, yes, yes, Miss Rizzo. Yes, Miss Rizzo. Yes, Miss Rizzo. They would do it for her. So they want to just be in bed with her. And I don't mean literally, but probably do literally too. But you know what I mean? So, that being said, let's go into news. After us, TV news. Okay, so news. A little birdie uh, told me that uh, Michael Chiklis may be coming in sometime soon. I uh, hope. Keep your fingers crossed, ladies and gentlemen, after buzzers. And I hear that he's doing some stuff behind the camera as well. You have any info or input on that, Bam Erickson? Well, I can't reveal the birdie, but yeah, it's rumored that he's directing um, episodes for Vegas. So that will be cool. I mean, we're already at episode 15, so I'm assuming um, episode 19, 20, 21, 22, around that. Some more time before the season's over. And hopefully it's more than one episode. We'll see how it goes. I mean, I'm sure... I'm sure he's going to do a, a tremendous job. Has he directed before? Does anyone know? I'm not sure. I'm not sure at all. But um, I'm going to have to look into that and yeah, let you guys too. know next next uh, next time we get together. We'll let you guys know about that. But uh, Vegas is still number one at his time slot for CBS. That would be uh, correct. At 10 p.m. on Tuesday evenings. Mm-hmm. And the show is doing well. And I expect the show to do great. It's already been greenlit for a second season. And the show keeps getting better. It does. Uh, it started off a little slow for the first quarter five, of the season. Six episodes. Yeah, yeah, five or six episodes. But, I mean, when you have a season, you got to string stuff out to get the foundation down. Obviously, and they've done that. And I'm glad that CBS gave it a chance to let the viewers figure things out and just kind of watch right. yeah. what happens. And yeah. uh, and it's a good thing that the viewers, you know, stuck out, you know, stuck with it. Yeah. The and viewers. Kept it the number one show. Well, yeah. I think you got you got to think. You got Nick, Michael Chiklis. You got Michael Chiklis. Dennis, Dennis Quaid, Quaid. Jason Amara. Jason Amara. Carrie Ann Moss. 
You got a you got a and cast. Amy Garcia. Let's and not Amy forget. Gar- let's not, not forget, forget Amy Garcia. Oh, <laughs> uh, and we didn't mention as far as the episode is concerned how the FBI agent was asked uh, the ADA out for a drink, but that's going to be very interesting. So let's go into predictions so we could talk about that. Talk about this. Talk about that. It's like this and like that and like now, this and that. You're after Buzz TV <laughs> predictions. Okay, so season one, episode sixteen predictions. Bam Erickson, go. Mia is going to get to the bottom of who killed her dad. And I don't think she's going to forgive. Well, she did get down to the bottom of that. Meaning, but. Like the story, whole story. She want, yeah, she wants to know. She's not someone who's going to be satisfied with the fact that, okay, my boyfriend. She's going to get to the to the nitty gritty, to the who, what, when, where, why. How do you think she's going to, what do you think she's going to do once she finds out? Like, I think that. I think she does believe Jack, but she just doesn't want to right now. And so she's going to go after Savino. Do you think that she's going to get back together with Jack or this is going to like harm their relationship? At at some point, yes, because I think that she'll probably need him at some point. Mm -hmm. But yes, I think they'll be back together. And then I think as far as Catherine is concerned, you know, you know, Ralph, a woman has a need. You got to come on. What's up? So she had to go to the man with the toupee in the front. <laughs> Yo, that thing was blowing a little earlier. Like, yeah. her hat was flying off his head. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> season one, episode 16 predictions. Nicholas Perdue, go. go. Um, I uh, agree with you, Bam. Um, and, you know, I, I think that right now, you know, Mia definitely has to you know, figure out what's what's going on. Uh, and she, she will get back with uh her her man you know because like i feel something you know i don't think something may happen but like she may just have this realization you know that this is the guy that she needs to be with you know what i mean and so like once that happens then they'll be together and they'll be they'll be they'll be stronger so um and you know this this ada i don't know i think she may explore her options I think the ADA, okay, for well, for me, the ADA is definitely exploring her options because when he said me and you go and not take Jack, she was definitely down for it. She was <laughs> like, okay, cool. Like, I'm getting asked out. Like, yeah. for okay, forget Ralph. He can stay in the, the yeah. you know, she can, he can stay in the station. And do I whatever. don't think he's that thirsty. That's yeah. not what she said, but that's like, oh, okay. I mean, she's not, you know, from my experiences, I think even when a woman is not necessarily interested in the guy, she likes the fact that a guy is asking. Correct. Yeah. So I think yeah. she's entertaining it, even yeah. though she still wants to be with Ralph. It makes her feel good to be flirted with and the guy and then, pursue it, it her. It may put the pressure on Ralph now. It's definitely going to put the pre- you know. pressure on Ralph. And the thing I like about it is that they ended up on good terms. So the pressure between their relationship is going to come from yeah. the situation with the ADA because we haven't really had a love situation there's always this kind of lingering but now the pressure is going to be on Ralph to step up mm-hmm. yeah and that's what I'm looking forward to for the future episode also I think Savino's wife is going to come have to help him bail him out I thought because uh, Mia, Mia is gonna, something's going to happen and she's going to have to get placed she, he's going to have to send for her the lady who who sabotaged the whole um the, with the money in the suitcase, I actually thought that was a Savino's wife at first. That was in the that came in the taxi. Yeah, thought it was her just for a quick second. Well, maybe they were trying to foreshadow something. Maybe have to wait. Have to wait and see. Okay. Well, until next time, where can we find you guys? You find can, me all online, all of the internet <laughs> at the Nick Perdue. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bam Erickson, and remember, 
there's not an episode next week, so we'll be back whenever. In two weeks. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, yeah. well, yeah. And you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Club Thaddeus, C-L-U-B-T-H-A-D-D-E-U-S. And you can also find me here on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. for NBC's Deception Star, Making Good, Liza Alonzo, Catherine Lanasa, and Victor Garber with Bam Erickson. Until next time, after buzzers. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Yes, my views 